Chapter 8 A Cold Reality Check As David approached the rising Phoenix Hotel, he admired the beautiful facade. The grandeur of the entrance, the gleaming glass doors welcoming the guests, the uniformed staff bustling around, all spoke of a luxury that David had only ever dreamt of. However, as David stepped through the entrance of the hotel, a sense of unease settled over him. The opulent lobby, with its plush furnishings and tastefully curated artwork, was far from the modest and he had imagined. With a sense of trepidation, he approached the front desk. The receptionist, a young woman with a warm smile, greeted him politely. How may I assist you today? she asked. I, I need a room, David stammered, feeling incredibly out of place amidst the hotel's grandeur. Certainly, the receptionist replied, her fingers flying over the keyboard as she pulled up the room rates. Our standard room is available at $800 per night. Would you like to book one? David felt his heart drop at her words. $800 per night? He had hoped to stretch his modest savings for a few days, maybe even a week, not just one night. He had been naive to think that a hotel in the heart of the town, with a grand name like Rising Phoenix, would be within his budget. I, I can't afford that, David confessed, his voice barely a whisper. The receptionist looked at him with a sympathetic smile, but it did nothing to ease the sinking feeling in his stomach. I'm sorry, sir, she said, her tone professional yet kind. But that's the best rate we can offer. Feeling his face heat up with embarrassment, David mumbled a quiet apology and quickly left the hotel. As he stepped back into the sunlight, he felt as though he had been slapped by a cold reality. He was on his own now, with no home, no safety net, and a very small budget. Just as David was about to leave the premises, he heard a voice call out behind him. He turned around to see the receptionist running towards him, a look of panic on her face. Wait, she called out, panting slightly. There's a room that just became available. It's being remodeled, and it's almost complete. It's not furnished yet, and there are still some touch-ups to do, so it's not supposed to be available until next month. She caught her breath before continuing. You could stay there for free if you'd like. Would you like to come back in? David was taken aback by the receptionist's sudden proposal. He stood there, rooted to the spot, as a wave of thoughts crashed over him. It was an unexpected lifeline, a sliver of hope in a rapidly spiraling situation. His initial reaction was one of suspicion. It seemed too good to be true, a free room in a hotel that was clearly out of his budget. His mind began to race with possibilities, each more daunting than the last. Was this a trap? Was there a catch he wasn't aware of? But the other part of him, the part that was teetering on the brink of desperation, urged him to consider her offer. He was alone, with no home to return to, and unlikely to find another place by nightfall. The prospect of spending the night on the streets was becoming more real by the minute. This unexpected offer was a ray of hope in an otherwise bleak situation. He took a deep breath, trying to calm his racing heart. He looked at the receptionist, her face genuinely concerned. He didn't know her and had no reason to trust her. But right now, he had little choice. He was on the edge of despair, and this was a glimmer of hope. All right, he finally said, managing a slight smile that didn't quite reach his eyes. I'll come back in. 
Upon David's acceptance of her offer, the receptionist swiftly regained her composure. Her face, previously marked with worry, now bore a professional demeanor. She nodded at David and motioned for him to follow her back into the hotel. As they walked through the grand entrance, the intimidating opulence of the lobby seemed less daunting. The immaculate marble floors, the ornate chandeliers, the plush furnishings, and the tastefully curated artwork that had initially overwhelmed David now seemed less imposing. The receptionist treated him with the level of courtesy and professionalism fit for honored guests, politely offering him a beverage and guiding him through the lobby and towards the elevators at a sure and steady pace while listing the hotel's various amenities. Her attention to him made him feel valued, a feeling he had been yearning for, a stark contrast to the reality of his situation. This treatment, so different from what he had experienced under Sheila's roof, offered him a glimmer of hope. Despite the uncertainty ahead, being treated with dignity and respect gave him the comfort he desperately needed in that moment.